Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Now joining us right now to talk NRLW, it's very exciting that the NRLW is back. NRL.com reporter Alicia Newton joins us right now. Do you have that issue as well, Alicia, when you don't really know what to do with technology and you get advice from elsewhere and you say, why don't you turn it on and turn it back off again and all that stuff? You cop that? Uh, yeah, morning guys. I've been doing it with my laptop actually lately. Just You know how it just freezes, do not, doesn't respond and you just hold it in for five seconds and it switches off, switches back on, usually does the trick. There's but a yes, I can relate. Community announcement actually, Alicia, if it is of the Mac variety, um, everyone around the world is being advised to update their Macs, phones, everything immediately because there's, oh, the, it's a locust swarm of bugs in, in the iOS problem. So Alicia, just um, new Mac is. Maybe hit the update on it. Well, usually Apple Apple products don't have viruses, they say. So yeah, yeah you know what Apple products do? They have a whole heap of different charging <laughs> ports, and it does my head in. There's a little precursor to yeah, nah. Alicia, uh, we didn't get to talk you unless you want to make this discussion about technology. You can if you want, but it's mainly about NRLW. So, uh, how pumped are you for the return of this competition? And it's exciting times because we've got this, and then growth on the way for NRLW. Where do you reckon the competition is at at the moment? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Obviously, you know, four months ago was the, the 2021 grand final. Um, feels like a little while ago now, but so much has happened in between then. So to, for the girls to be able to come back, you know, obviously they've been playing their club footy in between and we had that great origin game as well. So they're going to come in really peak fitness. You know, they've had four-week training block and most of the girls or most of the teams are stuck with a lot of their players, which is probably something that we haven't seen in the NRLW before as consistently across all teams. So, yeah, I'm expecting a lot of the teams to sort of hit the ground running based off what they did earlier this year. And, um, yeah, it's just exciting that we've got, you know, we've got two comps this season to sort of get back on track after COVID obviously postponed it all last year. Alicia, do you think that your point about the, the, the clubs and players sticking with their team, do you think that's going to be something important for the NRLW moving forward, that there isn't as much player movement, that the fans can really get used to their team and, and understanding who the, the main players are each week? Yeah, I mean, it's still, I think we average about 45% turnover of squads each year, like so it's still a lot. Um, and we have seen a lot of player movement this season as well. Um, obviously, Newcastle being one of the, the big big movers with recruitment but and even next year when we go to 10 teams we're going to see it all happen again so I'd like to get to that point where we do see you know I think the Dragons have kept 17 of their 24 girls um you know be really good to see moving forward um probably won't be next year but certainly the year after um that some girls you know do stay at their clubs for three four five ten years down the track you know you want to see Keely Davis who's only 2021 play a whole career at the Dragons so um, yeah I mean we'll get to it I'm sure but I think at the moment it's still very much you know with new teams coming in they're going to target 
um, players and um, yeah, we're going to see a bit more movement, but hopefully it does become a bit more stable one day. I reckon there's a stress head coach of the Dragons who hopes you're right there about that star place. <laughs> Jamie oh, Sowell. buddy. Um, Alicia, with star power is what carries competitions, to be brutally honest. Yeah, you, you want the depth and everything. So for you, who are the, the standout stars of this competition that, na- that their names should be, and, and some of them already are, obviously, like Millie Boyle, I know, um, has moved to, to Newcastle, and that's a, a great addition for the Knights. But across the, the competition, the, the star power there, um, is there enough of it? And, and for you, who are the big standouts? Well, I think it's interesting because I had a chat. We did like a Q&A series with some of the girls last week and asked them all, like, if you had to purchase your very first player in a new franchise, like, who would you pick? And a lot of the girls did sort of go for the, the star power um, players naturally. Um, you know, your Millie Boyles, your Emma Tonegados, obviously they both picked up the Dalian earlier this year. Um, but players like Ali Brigginshaw, you know, Amber Hall up at Brisbane um, and... You know, a couple of Roosters, obviously Isabel Kelly, Jess Sergis. Um, so a lot of those names. And, and to be honest, you look at the ages of some of those girls, and they're only about 23, 24. Like, Jess Sergis and Isabel Kelly are 24. Like, it's it's pretty unbelievable. I just feel like they've been around a long, long time. And they're the girls that, you you know, you want, as I said before, you want to see them go all the way through and, and just become household names. Um, and Emma Tonegato is a great example of that since she's come back from Rugby Sevens, um, you know, she's just hit the ground running and, and she's the one that a lot of the girls look up to even as, as, you know, what it could be like if you're in that full-time environment all the time. Like, these girls come in and out of full-time environments, but you can imagine. I know there's a lot of debate around pay scale and all that, but it's more just like, can you just imagine if these girls actually mm. get into that full-time environment, regardless of the pay that they're on? And what, what will them be able to see? Like, I think it would just... Yeah, it's obviously just going to go to another level after that. Uh, Parramatta, speaking about Rugby Sevens, they've been able to sign uh, the Black Fern Seven star, Gail Broughton. What can we expect from her? Yeah, look, I, I don't know if you've seen many of her highlights on, on YouTube and things like that, but she's. Um, I watched her in a game. She'd come over to Sydney earlier this year in April and played for Mounties in the, in the New South Wales competition. And it was her first real um, go at league, and I really liked the fact that she could have easily played in the NRLW earlier this year. She would have got picked up last minute, but she decided, hey, I haven't played league uh, probably since she was a young girl, so I'll I'll play in the, the local comp and just sort of get my you know, feet in the water a bit. And um, she, she scored, uh, I think it was about eight tries in five games or something like that, and she's you know, really the footwork and she's not sure the confidence either, which um, you know a lot of those Rugby Sevens girls do bring across because they're so used to you know, playing on the big stage and, and just bringing that, that mentality. So, yeah, I'm expecting big things. And obviously with Bovede Welsh injured, she's, um, you know, she's got, got that number one jersey. And um, I think she's definitely Parramatta's biggest strike strike weapon and they sort of needed to hit the ground running. There will be growing pains, you'd, you'd say, with the competition in the sense of well, worth. I'm not hearing murmurs about, you know, CBAs and um, where it all sits and, you know the the future of it because it's it's hard to judge exactly how quickly it's going to grow across the board. Like in terms of people watching, people going, people investing in it, um, the players and what they're investing as well. How is that all going to line up and and make sure that it's all going to stay on the same page? Because I, I go back Alicia a few years ago, the Matildas 
for instance, they actually ended up striking because they were that peed off at what they were um, being offered by the, the governing body at the time and it worked and now in the end they ended up getting parity with what the, the Socceroos were being paid and the collective bargaining agreement all lined up as well. Is there those issues ahead for NRLW or is it pretty settled in that regard? Um, I think, to be honest, I think there will always be that, you know, trying to find middle ground. I don't think everyone's ever going to be on the same page. Um, but obviously it is a really big thing coming up and it's, you know, the first ever CBA for the women's game, which um, sort of the last one wasn't exactly planned too well and it we sort of had to play a bit of catch up and, and kind of just make up one on the spot and it just it hasn't probably given the girls, you know, what they deserve at this point. But that's why this upcoming one is so important. And I know that the RLPA is working really hard with the NRL to to try and, um, you know, get the best possible outcome for the girls. Like, they're obviously the future. And, um, you know, I know the women's game is highly regarded, you know, by the NRL. And, and, and I think um, the product itself, you know, I think it's already eclipses you know, I don't want to mention other codes, but I already think that the product's a lot better um, and can be better. Like the potential there to, to grow is, is even bigger. So, um, yeah, look, it's it's probably, it's definitely not not one for me in terms of the CBA and where it's at because I'm not 100% sure, but I just know that, um, you know, it, it's going to, I guess, be the big, the big driver in where the game goes in the next five, 10 years. Like this is what it will come down to. That's why it's so everything is sort of going through, you know, with a fine toothpick of what, what needs to be done and, and how the girls can be set up to, to obviously one day get to that full-time environment. Alicia Newton, really appreciate your time this morning and enjoy the, uh, the restart of the NRLW season. Or year. 2.0. A 2.0. I don't know. 2.0 in 2022. Yeah. Whatever it is. <laughs> Enjoy it, Alicia. Thanks for your time this morning. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.